all right, week one of Legacy Leagues is over and out. This is the um, pre-game podcast for next week. We are going to go by um, the parking lot or from the parking lot with Alex and Logan. So I am going to be your host and my co-host is Alex, if you don't mind introducing yourself for me. Hi, I'm Alex Lipsy. I am from um, Mississippi, so a long way. Um, I am over the social media, and this is my first, obviously my first year doing the intern, but I'm super excited. So, All right, so our goal um, is to kind of give you guys a perspective from where we sit, because neither of us get to go to the games. We watch the highlights. We're just like you. So uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to do a segment on getting to know some of the teams, some of the returners, uh, some of the guys that have been here before. Um, We are going to start with Joey's team, the Halfway Crooks. So um, they returned Jared Hansen and Jeff Jeff Winchell and Dexter Liu. Um, They picked up a new player in Spencer Freeman. Um, I want to congratulate our – legacy league's leader and joey zacco the other night he finally hit the thousand point milestone absolutely Mm -hmm. unreal it only took him 149 career games um (laughs) congratulations joey i'm so proud of you yes i need you to score some more points the three the other night was not enough come on man um but there's a lot of returning production for this team hansen is a 12 point per game average uh, Dexter is 16 and Dylan Lincoln is around 14. I think it goes if he is a very, very good scorer. So it kind of goes up and down. Um, but we will move on to the next team. I'll let Alex go over the will, the werewolves for us. Okay. So with the werewolves, um, they have two new players, um, Joe Palazzo. And um, Sam, uh, sorry if I butcher y'all's names, but Sam Clifford, um, Brian, obviously he needs a back brace because he's carrying a little bit. Um, but um, Connor, I don't really know much about him, but um, Jared, he scored four points. So good job, buddy. So. So what I will say is um, on like from the legacy leagues, from past leagues, Brian Heston is one of the most dominant two-way players that we have in this league. Um, I've actually been on a podcast with Brian and uh, he's a really nice guy. Um, I would like to see the point scoring numbers come up because they don't really have a second option. So Gino Forte is also a very, very good scorer, but he's also got to bring his numbers up as well for this team to make a deep playoff run. They're usually a first or second round exit, unfortunately. So I need to see some production from the rest of this team other than Brian. Um, But I do really, really like the werewolves and I will always stick with the werewolves. Uh, So now we'll move to probably the most dominant and probably the best team in the legacy leagues uh we'll talk about lob city and they have so many guys that can score the ball they play good defense they hustle um i was really really hard on this team last year they played a really shorthanded sin city team 
Um, I was wrong. They proved me wrong. They ended up winning the league. Um, they won a lot of games. I think they nine they won nine games last year, um, wow. if I remember right. So, uh, but they are led by Jose Mercado, which is another dominant player. He'll probably be the leading scorer this year. I would say uh, it, it just basketball is just easy for the guy in this league. Uh, he doesn't really have anybody that can stop him. Um, the only one that can, I would say Brian Heston shuts him down nine times out of 10, but we'll see. Uh, we'll stir the pot a little bit. We'll take it. We'll take it right to him. So I think that Jose Mercado will be the leading scorer, but when they play the werewolves, I think he'll have an off game for sure. Um, but Nuri Mahamud is a very, very good scorer as well. He's kind of the do-it-all player for this team, I would say, um, as well as Jose Mercado. And another one that's really, really good, close to watch is Colin Burns. Uh, they, re they return all of their team from last year, plus a new player in Carl Lee. Uh, I didn't see how he played the other night, but it could, have, uh, it could be good or bad. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Then we'll move in. We'll come. We'll we'll do a new team. So um, we have a team not returned. The Mambas are not back with us for the summer this year. Uh, they do carry over Mike Bartholomew and Jake Perry from the Mambas last year, who were mm -hmm. both pretty productive scorers. Um, I think the Mambas were also a team that had some guys struggle to show up. So I think they just reinvented here. Um, did you see anything out of the? Only the fam the other night. That was pretty good, Alex. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. Not really. But okay. Jake Perry, um, well, Mike, obviously, he kind of had the team on his back. But I think that uh, Tucker Aiello had a very good night the other night, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. um, we can we can actually just check that right now. Um, so, anyways, we'll move on to the Jujays boys. Um, this was a team I was very very high on last year. Um, I felt like they should have won the championship. Um, the only player that I want to talk about before I let Alex dissect this team a little bit for y'all um, is uh, Shane Patrick. He does a lot of the, the hype man, the leader stuff, and he talks a lot of shit, and I absolutely love it. I love watching him play. I love watching him sit on the bench. Either way, it's fun to watch. Uh, but I'll let Alex dissect the Jays boys a little bit here for y'all. Yeah. Um, well, that is good from Shane. But, um, I mean, I guess if you're scoring five points, then you kind of have to, you know – have something to back it up. Um, anyways, Nate, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because I will butcher it and then they'll definitely get on my, on my tail for that. But um, Brian and John Vincent, I hope I'm saying his name right, but um, those three, um, I'm excited to watch them the rest of the the league because they were interesting to watch the little bit that I did see this past week. Um, Kyle, obviously he's new this year, um, but hopefully we see some something from him. 
they need something to make up for Shane's points. So. All right. Alex <laughs> taking it straight to the throat there. Um, <laughs> Zach Tartaglia is also a very good player for this team as well. He will put in a lot of minutes this year. I guarantee it. Um, I feel as if they could have two guys that are set for offensive player of the year or MVP on this team. Um, but it's very, very hard to win an MVP when your team is just this good. And I, I really think that, you know, even though they played a very, very um, new team and lax team on the week one and one, not very convincingly, I think that this team is still pretty solid. Uh, time will tell. I think they have a pretty good test this week and we'll decide, dissect that game later on. Um, we'll move on to the Ozone boys. They are a returning team from last year as well. They return three of their top priority scores in Luke Hogan, Patrick Hogan, and Paul McGuire. Uh, Paul McGuire is a very, very fun player to watch. Um, he just has a good feel for the game and a very, very, um, I would say, high ceiling as far as legacy leagues. He could be one of the best players in the league this year. Mm. And then we'll go to a bogey kicks team that is new to the league. They brought a very interesting logo, I will say. Um, We have a former werewolf on their team, but I can't find anything on him anywhere. Uh, We were supposed to look into that. So if, so Matt, if you want to come on and talk to us, if you want to send us your stats, what you do, uh, what you think you can do, um, I am all for it. We'll talk about you for sure. Um, but other than that, everybody on this team is new. Uh, the only guys that stood out to me were uh, David DePina and Sean Sully. They both played really, really well, I'm pretty sure, in the first night. So um, I'll go ahead and hand it over to Alex, and she can give you the rundown on our next team, the Rhode Island Warriors. The Rhode Island Warriors. Okay. Um, I, I know of... Sergio, obviously, because like I said, I did the social, I'm over the social media. So I kind of looked at past and present um, video. Um, So I'm actually really excited to continue to see his stats go up. Um, Kevin, um, him, I feel like Kevin and Sergio are obviously their uh, main two scorers. and um, they have an, they have two new players on the roster. I don't think I've seen either of them have um, much playing time, but I could be wrong. Um, but obviously, hopefully, you know, Sean, no offense, but hopefully, you know, you are leveling up a little bit throughout the season (laughs) um but yeah this team I'm actually really excited as well hopefully you know I don't know um so one thing with this Warriors team Mm -hmm. uh I would like to welcome back Sergio uh you haven't been I think he played a couple of years ago on a different team or even still with the Warriors, um, actually. And I also want to congratulate Avita Zian on a fantastic 
um, point night. Uh, the shooting was a little lapsed. Forty uh, shot seventeen of thirty seven and five of eighteen from three. Um, I would like to see a little higher field goal percentage, but forty one is a fantastic start for yeah. your first time in legacy leagues. And we hope to continue to watch you, especially uh, I feel like you were slighted a little bit for player of the week. Um, it's just kind of hard to uh, beat out some guys like John Kutu and some very, very interesting talents as well from Jose Mercado and Brian Heston. So hopefully you can get one, but it's going to be very, very hard unless you come up with some points like that every week. So, and then uh, we'll move on to another another brand new team. There's no returning players, no past players, anything on this team. Um, this team drove, the DJ's voice said, like an hour. So uh, all just to get beat by the should have been reigning champs. Um, so I really, really enjoy uh, enjoyed watching those highlights on Snapchat, but in the end, the 18ers, even though I think they made a good run and got the lead down to five at one point, they were not able to capitalize on it and ultimately lost the game. Uh, I think the Duches boys dominated this game for the most part, um, but it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you just have to feel out legacy leagues. You're not going to pick off one of the best teams in the first night, but if you do, you know, great. Um I think this team can grow. They can learn from that. They need to find a primary scorer. Um, they don't have technically a primary scorer on their team, at least not from what we saw in the first night. Um, but who knows? Maybe someone will come out of the woodwork and they'll be a very, very uh, deep and powerful team come playoff time. But I have to see more out of these guys some at some point. But hopefully they can find someone. They need a secondary scorer as well. So we'll see. Um, only time will tell. And our final team is a returning team. I will let Alex go over them. Okay. Um, so, honestly, Sin City, uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't really watch much from Sin City. Um, uh, ter- um, Terrence with six, averaging six points per game. Um, James, the same. Um, and I'm not even going to butcher your, yeah, Rodriguez, his name. <laughs> um, and then they have one, two, three, four, five new players. So, um, yeah, I really don't have much on Sin City other than, like, I'm excited. Obviously, um, that's what I've literally said for almost every team that I'm excited to see. But um, hopefully we can have Rodriguez come on the on the show and talk with us a little bit. And, uh, and you know, he has more new players than returning. So, unfortunately, with this Cincinnati team last year, they had some problems with guys showing up. I feel like that is the, um, the, the reason that they have so many new faces on the team and even a possible returner. Um, that was another player we couldn't find. Um, but, yeah, they returned their two leading scorers, of course, in 
Uriel and Trey Gallo. The Gallo brothers are very, very good together. I don't know if they're actually brothers. They might be cousins or something, but they're very, very good together on the floor and they show up every night. It's just the fact that they had so many players. They played down a player one night. They played with four players one night. They forfeited a game another night. It's just the fact of are they going to show up and how good are they going to be? I don't think that they will be that great again if they cannot get people to show up. That is the only part of it that I think they have definitely improved. I think I see a lot of talent. I think I see a lot of improvements there, but we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of see how that goes. I hope they show up this year. I hope to see them play well, but we'll see. I think they have a tough game ahead of them this week, um, yep. but we'll see. Now on to the next part. So we're actually going to, since this is a pregame show, this is going to be where we're going to now, we're going to dissect these games. We're going to tell you what we think we're actually going to both make our picks for this week's week two games. And we're going to start off with the game of the week, which is going to be the Crooks versus the Ozone Boys. Um, This game could really go either way. Neither of these teams are, you know, exactly dominant in the scoring department, but both of these teams get a lot of steals and they get an average number of rebounds. Um, I would say my pick, my pick would be the Crooks if Joey can show up. That's my pick. What about you, Alex? What you got? Joey can show up. If Joey can show up, my pick is the Crooks. Okay. Um, honestly, my pick, I have to go with the Ozone boys. Um, because obviously, like we kind of stated earlier, um, I don't know. I want to see Joey um, garden either Paul McGuire or Luke Hogan. I think that would be, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I'm with those on boys. So we have already our first split. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted, I think the Ozone boys are a very good team as are a pretty solid team as well. They may not be a deep playoff team, but I do think the crooks are just a little bit better. They have a little more depth and, uh, I think they just, I think they just end up overpowering and using their debt in the end to overcome. Our next game uh, will be only the Fam and the Lincoln 18ers. Um, both of these teams are pretty. I would say these teams are also very, very even. Um, it could go either way. I don't think the um, 18ers, or I, yeah, I don't think the 18ers have developed their primary scorer yet um for them to have a chance in this game i think they have to develop a primary scorer only the fam is kind of in the same situation uh they scored 75 points last week so it could go either way they had two guys with 20 points so they have a primary and a secondary scorer which i think overpowers them in the end so i'm gonna go with only the fam for this pick yeah i'm gonna have to agree um only the fans um, only because obviously they have they have the primary and the secondary, but um, I just I don't know I have a lot of a lot of um, what's it called Oh goodness can't even think of it I have a lot of 
whatever. Anyways, I believe in in Mike. So only that's, the- that's a good pick. I think I think that one will be decided. I think it'll be a close game, but in the end, the two scores that only the fam has developed will be the primary factor. Um, yeah. Next up on the list, we have the Wolves, the Werewolves, and Sin City. Um, the question is, will Sin City show up? I'm assuming they will. They have new players. They have new faces. Um, so this game will end up taking place about 100%. So, uh, of course, we're going to get to see Brian Heston versus uh, Sin City. And I think that the Werewolves are just too good defensively that they, they hold opponents to usually around 50 to 60 points a game. Um, and they score about 65 to 70 points a game. So I think that the Wolves take this one pretty convincingly. I just think they play too good a defense. I, I get what you're saying. But then again, you have uh, with Sin City, you have the brothers or cousins. Um, they work well together. And I feel like if you have that, those two versus just honestly, let's be honest, Brian. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, I'm kind of on the opposite side. I think Sin City is going to come out with the win. That's Only a bold take. Sin City is going to be happy to hear that one. <laughs> um, and then we'll move on to Lab City versus Bogey Kicks. Um, Bogey Kicks is a new team. I don't exactly think they have. I don't exactly think that they will be able to beat the the reigning league champions. They they're just too good. They're just too good. They're too dominant. Um, I think this is a very convincing win for Lob City. Like I don't think this game is close. Um, Lab City is very, very good. They're very deep. They have a lot of scores. They have a lot of defense. They have a lot of hustle. Um, uh, in the end, I really just don't think this game is close. I would say Lab City wins by 20. Yeah, I, I obviously am going to have to agree. But then again, I'm always um, kind of given the benefit of the doubt for the underdogs. So, but I don't know because Lob City, they could obviously get a too big of a head because you know what they say, you know, because the Lakers right now, they're watching the playoffs. They're not in the playoffs. So, um, I don't know. Lob City, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think they're going to win. But if they don't get ahead, like too big headed about it because, you know, it's a new team. Well, the fortunate thing for Lab City is even if Jose Mercado does not show up, they still have guys that can score the ball. So we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, they're too good defensively. I don't. I don't think Bogey kicks scratches the surface on this one. This is going to be. This is probably going to be a blowout game, and it's just unfortunate for them that they had to catch the reigning champs this early in the season. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, this is what I feel like should have been the game of the week this week. But, you know, Joey has final say over that. Uh, <laughs> the Dujay's boys versus the Rhode Island Warriors. Um, Vincent Volpe and John Kutu were preparing for the show. I guarantee that 
They are going to be ready when it comes time. The Rhode Island Warriors are a very, very good team defensively and offensively, but I don't think they're going to be able to score enough in this game with the amount of defense that is being played by the Dujays boys. Um, I don't think GN can score another 41, especially not with the defense that and effort that the Dujays boys put in. They're going to shut him down really quick, which means they're going to have to find another scorer which they can, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I say that the Rhode Island Warriors are held to around 75 points in this game, and the Dujays boys are just going to run away with this one. I think they win by at least nine. At least nine? At least Uh, nine. I think, I honestly, I agree that um, they're going to win, but I feel like it's kind of going to be a blowout. I don't know. I just... You think this game is going to be a blowout? They're going to shut down Gian, and it's just going to be the end of the road for the Warriors. Is that what you yeah. think? Yeah, because they're going to freak out because obviously he had how many points? 40, 42? He had, 40, he had 41, 41 on 17 of 37 shooting. Um, they also have Sergio. So Sergio could be the leading scorer after a, kind of an off restart night into the league. Uh, he only had 15 points. So this one, I feel like this one could go either way. But in the end, around maybe two, three minutes left, I think the Jays boys pull off the win. Yeah, if it's not a blowout, I say they win by um, 15, 20 points. <laughs> Bold <laughs> takes for Alex tonight. Bold <laughs> takes. Bold takes. Great time. Um, I think that uh, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, you know, Legacy League Week Two action is going to come at y'all on Monday. Um, we're super excited. I'm going to be watching the highlights. I'm going to be doing graphics. Uh, our interns are super excited. They, uh, I think, the new interns are really enjoying the league so far. So, you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, I think we have, uh, you know, called out enough people for one day. Yeah. Um, so. I think we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I appreciate y'all watching. Make sure that you follow us on social media so that you can stay up to date on all Legacy League's action. We post game stats, highlights, everything that you need to keep up with the league. Uh, follow us on Snapchat so that you can see all the reels of the games. Um, other than that, I think that'll wrap, about wrap it up for us. I will see you guys next week. And uh, I appreciate y'all for watching. I'm sure Alex is the same. 